Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzon. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name's John Fahey, joining me as ever, consummate pretty boy, Good-looking son of a bitch, Aaron Joseph Peter. Hi, that's me. Uh, Aaron Joseph Peter is me. I am Aaron Joseph Peter. I am the Marquise. I am the Marquise uh, Desaad, um, and I'm happy to be here. Yeah, you look I'm great. Wa- I'm wearing glasses good. today. Wow, yeah. These are my f- like these are my like uh, junk glasses. Yeah, because I can't find my good ones. But those are real cool. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I needed to hear that. So you- is this Clark Kent? You or is the other one Clark? Kent? You know, the mask is really. Uh, Aaron is really the mask. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The glasses are just a, a facade. Mm. I do need them. Uh, I was having some eye issues, which yeah. we'll play into a, a Patreon later. All right. Oh, great. Uh, that's right. Uh, but these are real glasses. Uh, I am imperfect. Right. Just sorry. Yes. I'm sorry that I need glasses. No, you don't have to apologize. For no, no, okay. that's quite all right. I know that I've got a brand. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> your, your, your human perfection, the pinnacle of yeah, perversion, yeah. Right, et cetera, et cetera. Right, 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 right. On and on. But you know, sometimes ever, even even you know, even I need to see a little bit. Yeah, well, the better to see you with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm the wolf. Yeah, I mean, Superman died. Well, even Achilles had a heel. Yeah, two heels. That's actually. exactly right. <laughs> that's very good. Uh, that's where the mother yeah, held like, him while she it. dipped him into the rhythm of the stick. Yeah, yeah. that's On right. On a nasty ass cankle, man. Yeah, she didn't flip him over. I don't know. I don't know. Was... You know, people with the Greek. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. what would agree? And also joining us oh, is hi. Matt Rousseau. Oh, That's hi. right. And yes. Matt Rousseau has a voice of silk. Oh, don't, don't give in, John. No, 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 it's no. It's sateen. People give me shit about not uh, bringing up uh, Vel- a velveteen voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's yeah. very nice. His I, Velveeta voice. <laughs> like the rabbit of literature. Yeah. Velveteen. Now, uh, Matt, I want to I dive right into it. You have a little uh, a special uh, profile for the Patreon subscribers today. Isn't that about oh, right? Oh, yeah. But it's actually for everybody. Oh, is, is it, it for the whole gang? Yeah, yeah, this is for the, this uh, next this week. Is a, this, is a, this is a straight up profile. Oh, dude, I thought, okay, my bad. Shit, no, no, all no. right. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, lucky you. World. Well, lucky you, free listener, freeloader. Oh, wait, hold on. Fucking cheapskate. You guys keep filling time. I gotta. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> don't stop because well, I said fill time. Yeah, yeah, no. I'll well, hey, don't, uh, Nick. How about some racial <laughs> epithets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick uh, is here. Shooting. Nick is here. Nick Shapiro is shooting us for some extra footage. Whoa! Uh, shout out to Nick Shapiro. Uh, Nick, you you sent me uh, a voicemail the other day. Uh, you had a friend who was randomly listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. and she was recommended. Hey, if you like this, you'll like this show. Profiles and eccentricity. Profiles and eccentricity. Show about weirdos. Show about weirdos. Knowing nothing about it, yeah. its connection. Through us and Nick, nothing yes. about it. She hears it. It is um, the episode of uh, Julie Debonnier, mm-hmm. and in that episode, I give a shout out to Nick. Mm-hmm. Full name. Full name. Nick Shapiro, friend, roommate, fan of the Love show, her. Right. lover. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. It's uh, very random because it's not as if we talk about Nick every episode. No, every other. Yeah, at, yeah. at most. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And too much. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough? That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of Nick, but hey, I'll take it. 
So she hears it. She calls Nick and goes, Nick, I heard your name shouted out on this random ass podcast. <laughs> Talk about piss a lot. <laughs> You're famous. I love you. Sleep with me. Whatever. Wow. And she didn't say wow, that. That's a lot wow. of stuff. She did not say that. Uh, I forget. Nick, I'm driving down the road. You won't believe what just fucking happened. <laughs> uh, These so, perverts are screaming your name. And they're talking about piss. <laughs> what kind of people are you hanging out with? <laughs> I knew you. <laughs> so that was a funny little. Yeah, that's beautiful. Know, that's word, the really word great. Is spreading. The word is spreading. Isn't it's that great? very, very nice. So thank you, Nick, for sharing that because yes. everyone knows my ego needs it. Right. Yes. Um, and thank you for li- everyone who listens. Everyone who listens, and everyone who subscribes to the Patreon. I mean, I, I, I thought we were doing p- two Patreons. That's why I was fucked oh, up. Oh, um, But this is an example of the kind of thing we would do on the Patreon I, anyway. I think I it got is, some disgusting shit for the that Patreon. Right? But I love uh, this is. Uh, this is just so. I just I enjoyed this one so much. I had to bring it to you. Now right. this is from uh, this is one of our first recommendations from a man named Tom Gallon. Maybe not a man. Tom Gallon. Yeah. Tom Gallon. A long-time uh, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Subscriber. Uh, Thank I you, knew Tom. him back when he was just pint-sized. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a story of an Australian gangster named Mark Brandon Chopper-Reed. Chopper? Chopper. Chopper from the movie? The movie Chopper. You've seen it. Of course. Jeez. It's I've amazing. Heard I've heard of the movie oh, Chopper. Okay. Well, was John, you've seen was it. Was Idris Elba in Chopper? Eric Bana. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Same guy. Same yeah, idea. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. I've always said Eric Bana was the white Idris Elba. You have said that. You have You've said, said that. Said that. Always, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it was never very popular. No, no but it's a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I agree to disagree. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go into a little further depth in the movie, but you know, hey, please, okay. please, yeah, like tell me because I it's actually been a very long time since I've seen the movie, but he is. I mean, quintessential eccentric. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's really nothing crazier than this guy. It's the well, I'm gonna let you hear it okay. From Matt. Well, I'm gonna start off with a quote from his first book that he wrote while in prison, and it's quote Don't don't first, ask for mercy from a man who has been shown no mercy. Ah, uh, very Pensram-esque. Mm. Oh, very right? much so. Yes, but a bit misplaced for the, the character. Well, you'll you'll see. Okay. He was born in November 17th, 1954, Cartland, Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne? Yes. Cartland, Melbourne. Cartland's a neighborhood in Melbourne. Has about that day then. His father was a World War II veteran. His uh, grandparents, uh, one of them was a World War I veteran. Uh, his dad said uh, he shot prisoners, uh, Japanese prisoners during the war. Jesus. Oh, Christ. His mother was a strict Seventh-day Adventist. The Seventh-day Adventists were uh, the largest group to form from the failed Millerite religious group formed in 1840 in upstate New York. Now, did you say, did you say Millerite? Millerite? <laughs> Millerite? Yeah. That's, 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 that's a Tecate. Oh, Thank you, Nick. What kind of weird really alternate universe? Up that. <laughs> what universe are we in? Good God <laughs> almighty. What timeline did we jump into? Tecate. Now, so uh, uh, the, her, the Seventh-day Adventists were, were formed from the, the Millerites, uh, one of those religious groups that came out of... Uh, the burned-out districts in New York, mm-hmm. right? Tie it back in. Uh, they were the largest group. Uh, they split off after the great disappointment of October 22nd, 1844, the <laughs> day Miller was certain Jesus would come back. Oh, God. Yeah. Certain. Big, big disappointment. He did all the math. Yeah. yeah. He worked backwards from the Bible, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Known for its math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Y'all ready for the 24th? It's going to be so sick. Y'all ready for this? Uh, yeah. Uh, per capita, Australia has the same amount of believers as uh, the United States. In uh, Seventh-day Seventh Adventists, yes. Yeah. So it started here, but it spread overall. Yeah, it's, an, it's, a, it's a, an American religion. You know, yeah, it's, it's uh, worldwide now. Yeah, it's, um, uh, I think the largest population of Seventh-day Adventists is in Yorba Linda, California. Wow. They mm. are strict vegetarians, I think, Yes, I yes, they tend to live four years longer than the average yes. uh, Californian. Because <laughs> yeah. right? yeah. they don't drink, they don't smoke, yep. and they have a heavy yep. bean and vegetable diet. And a strong oh. sense of community. Right. Well, so his mom was kind of a... Um, Re really into it. Bit of a nut. Now, so he was born in 54, and he spent the first couple years of his life in a children's home before he even lived with his parents. Oh. By, the, by the time he moved in with them, in effect, he had a sister. They never got along. She would follow her mother. They would bounce between various suburbs in Melbourne, and uh, his, uh, his dad, uh, much later, but uh, there's something you know about him, he would sleep with a loaded rifle next to him. Hmm. And he was an ultra-right bigot. Mm. Meanwhile, his mother uh, made Mark and his sister attend church every Saturday, Saturday being the Adventist right. uh, day, seventh day. The, the true Sabbath. Yeah. And his uh, Mark said he was brainwashed, and he said in the family, the, his phrase of the family was, praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Ah. <laughs> nice. Right. And he had a rough childhood. His mother was strict. His father would beat him almost every day on orders from his mother. Kick the fuck out of him. <laughs> And uh, when he would go to church, <laughs> when he would go to church and pray, he would pray that God would kill his mother. Wow! <laughs> Scumbag never showed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why he stopped believing. There is no God. So his father would beat him almost every day until he was 15, and he fought back. Hell yeah! Also, his father and mother divorced around then. So I can't help but interject here because Please. all this talk about. And this is... I know, you love corporal punishment, come on. The, all this talk about, you've got the religious, the religious, religiosity, you've uh, got the son who is um, at odds with uh, his father and mother, mm -hmm. wishing somebody that would come and kill his mother. I'm using this only to let the audience know that on the next Patreon... <laughs> I'm talking about the Terminator yes. franchise, yeah. mm. and I just couldn't help but see the parallels. Mm. Right? Maybe I'm forcing. You're seeing them <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, now. yeah. I, I, can't I, help I don't. I don't understand it oh, either. Oh, you'll get it when you listen to the Patreon. Well, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I hope so. Uh, he said, uh, uh, "Chopper said as a cook, uh, my mom would have made a great steam cleaner." And he said everywhere he went, uh, he felt he was steamed. His mom was a terrible cook. She would just steam everything until it was dead. Yikes. So Jesus not, not fun at home, not fun at school either. According to uh, himself, uh, uh, he would get beaten up every day in school, five days a week. He would get bullied and beaten up. But he did get the nickname Chopper in school. How? In third grade, uh, his classmates gave it to him because of the Hanna-Barbera cartoon Yaki Doodle. And Yaki's this little, little duck. The tiny little duck. Right, you remember? Oh, Yaki Doodle, I mm -hmm. do not remember. No. I do know... A... He's an adorable little duck, a scratchy voice, um, always gets into trouble. And his sidekick... <laughs> and his I've mom beats it again. His mom makes his dad beat yeah. the shit out of him. And his sidekick is this, uh, a big dog named Chopper. Oh. And so Mark would come to school with this kid everybody called Yaki, so then he became Chopper. Uh-huh. And to the point where his dad would call him Chop Chop, and he, everywhere they went, he'd be like, Come on, Chop Chop. <laughs> chop chop, chop yeah, it up. Yeah, you know, the, my dad give me the chop chop, chop all the time. He'd be like, my dad would say chop chop all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. a chop chop on the hop hop. 
And uh, the story I tell Aaron all the time is that my dad was like, John, we were working in the kitchen at my dad's restaurant. He's like, John, he's like, and you take this pot. He's like, I need you to fill it with sliced potatoes, Chuck right? It. You got to peel it, slice the potatoes, fill it up with sliced potatoes, put cold water on it, and then put it on the fire. And I go, okay. And he goes, and John? And I go, yeah, dad. And he goes, it's going to be a chop chop. <laughs> 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 Which means now. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was really uh, demeaning I, I, I and insulting. To yeah. It's going to be it's a chop-chop. Yeah, no, nothing really, I can do about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. Not a waiter. I'm very sorry. This isn't a wait. Uh, so he's, Slice the potatoes, but chop-chop. 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 So he was bullied at school uh, five days a week, and he said uh, by the time he was a teenager, he lost several hundred fights. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then, uh, I feel like a fight implies that there's two, two parties here. Well, I mean, yeah. he would fight back. He yeah. just kept getting oh, his he, ass He just was really bad yeah. at it. And he, uh, in his book, kept fighting. In his first book, he writes that he learned to hate bullies. And he writes, Most of the truly violent men I've known in my life have been the victims of school bullies and violence in the home. Yeah, well, and he's he, right about that. He said he once got kicked in the head so much that his parents didn't, didn't recognize him when he got home. Oh, oh. God. Get out of here, you piece of shit. Who's this blood-covered kid? Yeah. <laughs> my, my kid's not all swollen and bleeding. <laughs> yeah. He must have had the wrong house. <laughs> I didn't do that to him. <laughs> my, my husband doesn't beat my son like that. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, from the age of uh, 10 to 15, he ran away from home six times. Once he ran away just to see the Beatles. Uh, he, but he took the wrong train and got <laughs> he lost. Got <laughs> He's gonna get one anyway. So, another time he ran away to uh... <laughs> Beatles kicked his ass. <laughs> That's how they got their name. That's why they spell it that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, another time he ran away to go uh, shake hands with LBJ, who was touring in the area. Whoa! And he once got kissed uh, by Dame Edna Everidge, Australia's first famous drag queen. Huh. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Uh, at 15, uh, though, his parents got divorced. Uh, he never really uh, saw his mom much after that. Him, her, his mom and his sister moved away, and forever the rest of his life, his sister would write him letters telling him he was going to hell. Aww. <laughs> yeah, they were close. Thinking of you. But he would uh, he would stay with his dad, and it, uh, after the d divorce, his dad would sleep with a pump-action shotgun in his bed. Ew. And then uh, Chopper convinced him to put it under his bed. <laughs> he was going to put it in his mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he noted, uh, he said, uh, anytime in the middle of the night Chopper went up to get a piss, he would have to yell, Go into the toilet, Dad! So his dad wouldn't... <laughs> Shoot him. Oh my god. And his dad was a WW2 vet. Veteran who yeah. uh, had a shot. I'm shot. sure. Yeah. yeah, the Japanese. Could have just slapped him. Here's a here's a here's a story from the from his first book about his dad. He said once dad uh, once his dad uh, thought the neighbors were mistreating their dog. Like he look over the fence, and the dog kept getting skinnier and skinnier. So, oh no! So his dad went over and threatened the neighbors. He threatened the neighbors. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> Feed that fucking dog. <laughs> he threatened the neighbors with a beating. And then when nothing changed, he hopped the fence. He stole the dog and drowned it to put it out of his misery. Holy fuck! And then <laughs> feed this dog, or I'm gonna kill it. I so help me God. And Chopper writes, "It was the first time my dad had seen a greyhound." So it actually oh, wasn't starving. It was a greyhound. Oh my god! <laughs> he just what a fucking idiot! <laughs> yeah, there's been a misunderstanding. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, that's <laughs> this dog's skinny. <laughs> yes. uh, that rules. That is so fucked up. Yeah. You love it, of course. Of course I love it. I'm a friend it. to the animals, okay? What? I don't love that the dog died. I love that that guy was real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
Uh, at 15, when he ran away, uh, when he left the church and the divorce, his mother thought he was possessed by Satan. And uh, he would he would go into these wards, and then he was certified insane and briefly made a ward of the state. Is and he would right? he bounced between various mental and correctional facilities. Oof. And once in one of these facilities, he was assigned bathroom cleaning duty, and he probably had OCD. He would scrub the bathroom until it sparkled. And then one of the, his friends, this older Italian man who was in there, uh, killed himself in the bathroom. Oh, God. And... You know, thinking not thinking twice about it, Chopper then cleaned the man's brains, mm -hmm. bowels, and guts out of the bathroom until it was clean again. And the doctors thought it, it proved he was crazy, and they started electroshock treatments on him. <sighs> and so he received 60 electroshock tr shock treatments in six months. At For higher, doing his job? At higher and higher voltages. Also, did this guy explode in the bathroom? Brains and guts? Well, I don't know if the guts, but his brains right. and bowels. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Human detritus. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so they uh, 60 shock treatments of higher and higher levels over the over six months <sighs> uh, When that didn't work. They also tried deep sleep therapy now. What's that? Well, this is from the Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Psychiatrists uh, uh. Psychiatrists psychiatrists uh, and This is their their uh, part of uh, their their summary of deep sleep therapy mm -hmm. Deep sleep therapy has no place in the treatment of psychiatric illness got it <laughs> It has not been demonstrated to be an effective treatment for any psychiatric condition and has unacceptably high mor morbidity and mortality rates. Yeah. It's for abusive <laughs> nurses. They're like, you know when this motherfucker's not crazy? When we knock him the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. I think Michael Jackson was a big fan of deep sleep mm. therapy. For who? For him? Or yeah, can I have some more milk, please? <laughs> yeah. I like to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> can I have some more embalming fluid and shit? <laughs> That's Mike Tyson. What? <laughs> So uh, so what happens in deep sleep therapy? The doctor gives you a shit ton of barbiturates and you basically go into a coma for like 10 days. Jesus. And they say, well, sign me up. They say, well, this will, your brain will solve all your problems if you're out. It's like time travel. Yeah. And uh, uh, a lot of people died. Interesting theory. Yes. Hey, let's be real. I, you know what I like about that? I like the try it out aspect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, like in Flatliners where you got to go to the tree where that guy molested you? Yeah, and your dad's there <laughs> shooting heroin in the bathroom, and then you get out and he's still there. Yeah. Whoa. And Kiefer's at the bar. Whoa. What? Over the, over the course of 17 years in the Chelmsford Private Hospital in Sydney, over 24, at least 24 people died. And the hospital was forced to close. Good Christ yeah. almighty! He, he's not dead. He's still working yeah, it out. Exactly. Yeah. No, that brain didn't not work in there. He's still trying to figure it out. God almighty. Uh, Chopper said it took him about 10 years to shake off all of these treatments. Jesus. So he's still 15. He gets out of uh, the mental institutions. He runs away and starts working in the cane field. Mm. And it's there while he's working in the cane field for a few months. He uh, finds a snake. And uh, he wraps it around his neck, and he uses it, uses it to uh, scare all of like the other workers who are like some of them are Aborigines mm. or uh, various. Chopper uh, um, says he says I am racist in his book. Yes, oh, and, yeah. you know, everybody he knows is racist. He says I am racist. Here he's Aborigines, and he's trying to threaten them with a snake. And uh -huh. right. right. So eventually, then he runs. He he leaves after a few months. He goes back home uh, to Melbourne. And, uh, with and he, the snake? He, cha he takes the snake with him and he trades it for two more snakes. Hey, hey that's a good deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For a carpet snake and a python. And he says, this is from his book, Boy, did I have fun with them. 
I would push the face of the carpet snake into the faces of my enemies while my friends Dave the Jew and Cowboy Harris held them. You could pick my enemies from around Prahan, as a fair few of them had badly swollen and festering faces from the bite of the carpet snake. Wow. This, uh, this is like Jake the Snake. Right? This is a wrestling mm-hmm. uh, drama here. Yeah, but Jake the Snake's snakes never bit anybody's face. And didn't run around with Bob the Jew. What was his name? <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave the Jew. Dave the Jew yeah, and Dave Cowboy, Jew. Ra- Cowboy Harris. Cowboy Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool crew. At yeah. 16, he starts entering uh, bare-knuckle brawls for some quick, for some, some quick cash. He's mm. used to the beatings. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1974, he's 17 now. He applies to join the Army, but he fails the personality test. <sighs> they said he had a personality inclined towards violence, and they wouldn't let him in the Army. <laughs> That's no place, no. No place uh, yeah, for yeah. violent we mindsets. We have to teach you violence. Yes. You're not right. allowed to know it. Yeah. We don't take any violent prodigies. Yeah. We wipe you clean, build right. you from the ground up. Right. Into our violent guy. Mm-hmm. That's right. So instead of joining the army, he's not allowed in. Also said he said he had flat feet. Uh, he so instead of joining the army, army he forms and leads the Surrey Road Gang for the next three years. Uh, this is from his LinkedIn profile, and he says, <laughs> "Shut Excuse up, me. I swear to God, Surrey Road Gang leader, 1971-1974. Description: Thought leader in robbery, kidnapping, and torture. This is in his LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Uh huh." And it was robbery, I'm sorry, killing? Thought leader in robbery? Thought leader in robbery, <laughs> kidnapping, and torture. And that's T-H-O-T. <laughs> <laughs> Thought leader in torture, Rob, robbery, Rob, killing. Kidnapping. It was really the kidnapping. visionary. No okay, torture, robbery, kidnapping. Yes. Yeah, it, it was more the, the heart. And he, the was the le- well, yeah. he was the leader. He formed yeah. the group, yeah. you know? Yeah, but also you know he, he did a lot of the planning. Good leaders delegate. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. And That's so, uh, so he formed the group with some uh, some local uh, toughs. Of course, one of them was Dave the Jew, and uh, Cowboy Johnny Harris. And it also they also included Terry the Tank. Terry was a big man. He said he could fight with the strength of ten men. No. Oh. Or one Terry, I suppose. Their headquarters was the local boys club, the uh, <laughs> the Tri Boys Youth Club. Tri. Tri. <laughs> Like T R I, no T R Y. Actually, like three of them yeah. little oh, motherfuckers. I... <laughs> try, try boys, Club. try boys. And uh, there Adam they would, Adam. they would, they would stash weapons there and in various bars throughout the city. <laughs> I got a knacks over at Hurley's. Well, he said he has something he, he learned from. I think it was uh, movies or something. He stashed it like by the toilet, you know, yeah. like maybe Godfather. I don't, oh, know. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it was out then, but. Right. Uh, and his we- the weapons they used included uh, iron bars, knives, sawed-off shotguns, twenty-two caliber rifles, World War One issue army bayonets, tomahawks, meat cleavers, plus his two snakes, which he named Ronnie and Reggie after the Cray brothers and Taurus. Cray brothers, and Taurus pair of Australian yeah, gang. Worthy of sirs. a profile themselves, of course, yeah. And they also had a high-powered cattle rod they stole. And he said, one blast with a cattle rod in the lower guts and their bowels dropped out. Shit everywhere. God uh, almighty. Like an electric cattle prod? Yeah. yeah. Got it, got it. Not the brain rod from fucking... No, 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 no This no, no, is no. an electric yeah. cattle prod. So strong that it would make you shit yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder. To get them moving, to get the cattle moving. Oh, yeah, you know. Get, you know? Yeah. Not the gun they talk about in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. Slide, slide that gun's no good. The sledge. Right. That's what's up. Right now, what were your thoughts on Leatherface? I don't remember. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, he doesn't have a skin condition. He's just a burly retard. Is that what? I, I don't think you said burly. I think you just said retard. <laughs> More on that in Patreon. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do a John explains yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Very good. 
the Surrey Road Gang, they had rules. You know, he ran a type ship uh, chopper. Did one? Yeah, he got a LinkedIn profile. Well, Hello. yeah, well, yeah. He, yeah, he did that uh, at the time. But <laughs> yeah, um, got, got online presence. Got to have a social security number. You're in the Tri Boys Club. Mm-hmm. Come on. So he ran, he ran, he ran tight shit. They had rules. Uh, one one day, uh, Dave the Jew was bitten by his snakes, and Jesus. so he killed the snakes with a meat cleaver. Uh, and Fair. so Dave was sentenced to punishment. And their punishment was two options: either you could be shot in both legs with a twenty-two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so Dave was bit. And then Dave killed then the snake. Yes. Oh, got it. It wasn't it. that Chopper killed the snake. No, no, Dave was bit. So Dave killed the snakes. God, without it. permission, without From asking Chopper. Chopper. Now that's a crime. And, then, and now yeah. he's got to get shot in the legs. Well, he has or, two choices. Fair is fair. His choices would either take a twenty-two shot in both legs. Or both and both legs and you a twenty two because snakes. it's not like a twenty two is a small round sure so you can fish it out send them to the hospital you don't it's not you know yeah. well and the symbolism two 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 snakes two legs guys it, it, stop <laughs> yeah I know really come on <laughs> dude it's all connected yeah you're going is. back in time right now. we're through the looking glass here people <laughs> so either. Shot in both legs, or the other punishment was to eat a full packet of lit cigarettes, and then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind what I said about symbolism, dude. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Okay. You have to do like a full Krusty the Clown type. Yeah. So you have to eat a fu- eat a pack of a full pack. All of, of them are lit. So one by one, you light it, then you eat it, and then you have to finish them all off with a bottle of Uzo. Okay, and, and give me the bullets. And, give me the bullets in a hurry. And then you take a quote-unquote sound beating. <laughs> Dude, shoot me with a twenty-two. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Two and done. Yeah. yeah. So night, uh, night. So for this one, Dave the Jewy decided, uh, well, I'll, I'll do the cigarettes and ooze. Oh no! Oh, God. And so then Chopper says, uh, we broke up his face. Well, in fact, he lost his front teeth. All was forgiven. Oh God! But uh, and you gotta drink the ouzo. Yeah. Ooh. One time, you know, Terry the Tank. He took no. Terry the Tank actually ran away from his punishment, so they had to they had to jump him one day. <laughs> uh, but uh, Terry. But Cowboy Johnny, he uh, took the the shot in both legs, and then they fished him out, brought him to the hospital. And yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was See? that. Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. And I wine. got all my teeth and everything. Yeah. yeah didn't and I'm to... still a cowboy. Now, they, they were also uh, very successful fighters, but uh, according to him, they were undefeated. But uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, they were also quite feared because they were such a small group that uh, he was a big fan of the IRA, and he had studied up on their tactics. Hmm. Uh, and so one of the things they would do, like the IRA, is they would ambush folks when they just as they're exiting their house. So you, so you go to where someone is, and when they exit their place of residence, yeah. that's when you get them. Because you're not... Yeah. You, you're all full of breakfast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Uh, just get an ass whipping, going to the mail. Yeah, you got a heavy Irish breakfast. He was a thought leader. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one time they caught a rival uh, leaving his mother's funeral, so they beat him there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Condolences. Yeah. How's your mother? Just kidding, mate. <laughs> uh, one time they broke an enemy brother, uh, enemy's brother's legs, and then waited in the hospital for the enemy to show up. And then they beat him in the, the oh, way. Oh, you know where he's yeah. gonna be. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, they would. Uh, one of the big thing they did was they would rob drug dealers <laughs> because they're not gonna go to the cops and they always have cash on them. Yeah, yeah, like it's not, Omar. It's not mm-hmm. cool, man. I robs drug dealers. And so one. And of, I'm gay. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Try boys. <laughs> I did. I'm flush with cash. And ass. Dude ass. What? He doesn't talk like that. No. <laughs> So he, right? 
here's one of here's one of the examples. Uh, they were very you know, smart crew, and Dave Dave the Jew was an adept uh, <laughs> money <counter>. machine. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> dude, bastard. how great is it that Dave the Jew just still hangs tough with this crew after he's got no fucking teeth? Oh well, and he's a founding a member, a belly too. full of cigarettes and uzo and teeth. Always forgiven. God, yeah. yeah. He played his. All right, so he's adept at what? I'm sorry. So they were really good, you know, at uh, at you know robbing drug dealers. Yeah. And so one of the stories, you know, for example, one day they were waiting for the. There's a man named Sweeney who would bring smack into into Melbourne, and uh, so what they, they want? This guy was always going in and out. They couldn't catch him. So what? Dave slept under the man's mother's house for three days. <gasps> so when like the Dave guy, Snow. when the guy came into town, and like the third day, he went to his mother's house, and he was wasted. And so Dave came out of the house, hit him in the back with an iron bar, and, uh, and Chopper says, you don't hit a man, a drunk man in the head with a bar, sure. because that maybe that doesn't knock him down, you cause a problem. If you hit him right in the back, that uh, uh, knocks him right out. Hmm. Huh. So then that's, they, that's, that, you learn that type of mm-hmm. detail from experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some real fucking shithead logic. <laughs> you so the thing is about... Kicking the shit out of a drunk dude is you got to attack his back. Yeah, you know, this isn't the first time. My I've back been... is broken. <laughs> what, what do you, what do you mean? mean? I broke my back. <laughs> like a like a vertebrae or something? Spinal. <laughs> uh, Spinal. So good. It's just it's uh, a great interview. Couldn't have couldn't handle mm. it. So, so that was really smart. The rest of it is not so much. So they couldn't wake the guy. They bring him to a basement of this uh, the hotel. Uh oh. And they can't wake him up. Uh oh. So Chopper says Deep sleep therapy. Chopper brings yeah. Yeah, Chopper brings out. He called himself Doctor Chopper. He brought out his bag and Doctor Chopper. He takes out a blowtorch and starts burning the guy's feet. <laughs> I got something that'll wake him up. Because usually that wakes people up. Yeah. yeah. Guy yeah. Still doesn't, I don't know. It's always works on my daughter. Guy still doesn't wake up. And now the <laughs> smell. No military. Yeah, the smell of burnt flesh seeps into the bar to the point where the wife of the owner of the bar bursts into the basement and goes, What the hell's going on down here? And Dave the Jew's like, Anybody who sees, I'll kill them all. And Chopper has to call, calm him down. Anybody who sees? Yeah. What an insane thing to say! And so, and, and so uh, the, the the husband he calms her down. He got everybody out there. They uh, eventually they were like, "This is too much of a hassle." The bar owner brings the guy back to his ship. They throw him on the boat. The guy goes back. He, uh, Chop, when Chopper wrote the book in '91, he said the guy's still alive today. Uh, they would. Uh, <laughs> uh, Another story from Dave the Jew is uh, one time Dave was trying to uh, to, to kill this uh, guy, and so he was uh, he was uh, aiming at this guy while straddling a railing, uh-huh. and he was like, "There's a railing, and there's like a street next to it, and he's aiming at this guy on, on one side of the railing, and he's straddling it, and he shoots, and as he shoots, he falls off the railing." Mrs. Guy falls two stories to the ground, <laughs> lays there screaming with a broken arm. The guy he was going to shoot runs out and goes, are you all right, man? Yeah. Uh, but the gun had fallen on the other side of the fence. Yeah. Uh, so they help him up and they, and he gets out of it. Hey, you're not so bad, <laughs> friend. <laughs> man, my motives were, Turn com- around real quick. My motives were completely misconstrued, man. I really- it Caused me to uh, question everything I've ever done. In my- I've eaten packs of cigarettes. <laughs> 
my own two front teeth, man. I fucking I just, I just housed the whole pack of lit Marlboros, man. Here I am with you, my, my once and future foe. And now you're carrying me to uh, to safety. It's and, a, my whole world has been turned upside down. It's really quite a it's quite a predicament. <laughs> wow, it's the it's world really world really it works in mysterious ways. How things work out like that. Anyways, turn around because I'm gonna hit you with this lead pipe. <laughs> you probably drunk as fuck, man. <laughs> Mike Dyson as Dave the Jew. <laughs> Australian. <laughs> Turn around so I knock your dumb ass out, man. Spinal. <laughs> Sorry. I oh, I don't mind. Can't, can't help it. Uh, it's still happening from Malala. How yeah. about that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least it's not happening every day in my head. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not so much of a furious yeah. fashion. It's, not, it's so not, much more manageable it's, fashion. It's, yeah. Are you waiting for the bathroom me and Aaron? They're like, yeah, man, I got pissed like a motherfucker, man. It's, it's some real shit. So now they were undefeated, according to Chopper. So but, was that guy. He was undefeated. But With the full blowtorch. There, this is the story during... A, he says they're undefeated, but... During a fight, Chopper says they never lost a fight, but they did lose Cowboy Johnny one day. Oh, no. They're, they're in Richmond, and, and Chopper was getting kicked to death by some local toughs. What? Yeah. He was getting kicked to death, and he said, one more kick, and I was done. Jesus Christ! And so Johnny jumps in with a, one of the bayonets, and he fights the other guys off. <laughs> Why do you, will you wait till the last kick? Well, maybe he didn't, you know, maybe his just got there. Because well, Dave the Jew's not there yet. Uh, Johnny just gets there. He's making friends with the enemy. Right. Mm -hmm. Cow Cowboy Johnny gets there with the bayonet, fends these guys <laughs> off. Where's he getting a bayonet from? That was stolen. The one of the world. stolen old Hella Hallahans or whatever. <laughs> I think it was like Johnny's, uh, one of their grandfathers. Uh, you World, know, War World War I. World War One. Right, right. I didn't count on a cowboy with a bayonet, did ya? Right. A bayonet's pretty good in a street fight. It's better than a knife. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so Johnny Johnny jumps in. Cowboy Johnny jumps in. Fights off all the attackers, but as he fights them off, he takes a broken bottle to the neck. Ooh. And oh, he bleeds out and dies in Chopper's arms. Jesus. Dave the Jew shows up right as he's dying. And Great timing. Uh, hey, what'd I miss? And uh, so uh, they take his body and they get him cremated. And... Uh, with a blowtorch? Well, he, he in the book he says, "How is our business?" Mm -hmm. uh, oh, definitely with a blowtorch. Yeah, or, yeah. Or they took him to some cremation thing and beat the guy up until he did it. <laughs> Burn our friend. And then they got uh, they got good and drunk, Jeez. and they had his ashes and they took him to this Praden P R A H N P R A H A N Praden uh, swimming pool and baths. They broke into the area and uh, standing by the side of the pool. They blasted a cassette of Johnny's favorite song. Oh. From Don Gibson. Classic Don Gibson. Yeah. Standing by the pool. The lights. <laughs> Why are they by a pool? Well, in the pool, they take they take the ashes, Chopper dumps them into the pool. He always wanted to be buried at sea. And Dave the Jew fires 21 shots in the air. <laughs> they got rules. Is it an indoor pool? No, it's a, it's a glass <laughs> is shattering. <laughs> 
sea of heartbreak. Ah, it's their own personal sea of heartbreak. All right. Except right? it's not a sea. It's <laughs> more of a pool. <laughs> Pool's good for you. <laughs> but as, as, as Chopper writes in his first book, he writes, anytime you're swimming there, think of Cowboy Johnny for me. <laughs> well, now. Of course. Ugh, yeah. Gross. Uh, but then, uh, over the next few years, each of the men who killed... Uh, Cowboy Johnny Uh-oh. would slowly disappear. Is that right? Uh, as Dave the Jew slunk around in the shadows, and it was called the quote-unquote Richmond kicking matter. Dave the Jew took care of it. Wow. Huh. No one knows what happened to these guys, but each of them disappeared one by one. Wow. I think Dave the Jew got them. <laughs> I, think, I think you put it together. Huh. And you're probably right. Yeah. Seems like. I think he did. Yeah. I think that whole making friends with your enemies thing was uh, a ruse. (laughs) (laughs) The plot. Yeah. (laughs) So those guys are dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, also for that song, stay tuned for the next jukebox. We'll touch on that. So uh, Cowboy Johnny is dead, but still the gang goes on. And over the next few years, they start robbing massage parlors because <sighs> massage parlors are full of weed and heroin and cash. Ah, is and that right? If you go and in, billionaires. If you go in, yeah, that video's coming out. Craft. Ooh, oh, boy. Dick, dick get jerked oh, off. Oh man, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, so the, the trick is you go to the massage parlor and <laughs> and, and what you do is you you, like you, <laughs> you take their weed or heroin and you, you just grab it with your hands and you threaten to destroy it unless they give you money. And jerk you off. Or jerk you off. <laughs> so he would just do this. And they would just do this and make a bunch of money. But then in 74, he's 20 years old and he gets arrested for robbing one of these massage parlors. He gets three years in Pentridge, Pentridge Prison. And... Uh, you know, for the night from 1974 to 92, he'd only spent 18 months out of prison. Wow! But uh, according to his LinkedIn, his experience <laughs> again the LinkedIn 1974 to 1992 Pentridge Prison inmate launched a pri- <laughs> description of job launched a prison war with my gang, the Overcoat Gang. Was involved in several hundred acts of violence against a larger opposing gang during this period. Responsible for <laughs> eleven-day to- prison ride from solitary. Answer two. <laughs> no one. Refer- references. Yeah. yeah. They're all dead. I'm not an inmate. I'm your mate. <laughs> mate. <laughs> So he starts the Overcoat Gang. The Overcoat Gang is named for the prison, large prison-issue overcoats they wear. Oh, yeah, so everybody in the prison is in the Overcoat Gang? <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently they're the other ones wearing the overcoat. I don't know what it is. When they're really, it's a really good idea because the coats are long. <laughs> We're uh, the orange jumpsuit gang. Yeah, exactly. What? Is that all? Me? Uh, Am I mean, in that? All... Cool. <laughs> now, so uh, the coats are long, so you can hide weapons. They're also thick, so you can't uh, get shivved that easily. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. Interesting Great thing, prison wear. <laughs> interesting thing about the overcoats, the prison uh, put some thought into this, and they, all of the overcoats have a distinctive colored patch over the heart on the chest and back. So if there's ever a riot, the, the, the guards can shoot to kill. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah. A handy-dandy target right yeah, there yeah, in the yeah. uniform. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ almighty. Now, the, the longest war that the gang uh, fought was started after another prisoner, and a, guy, a man named John Palmer, accused Chopper of eating uh, all of the sausages for the Christmas lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Those Ch- <are> sausages. <laughs> everybody was given, a, you know, everybody gets a couple sausages for Christmas, and yeah. they were like, uh, they're all gone, and he accused Chopper, and Chopper said, well, there's 80 of them, I couldn't eat all of them. 
Yeah. What am I, cool hand Luke? <laughs> so Chopper, <laughs> de- <laughs> Chopper denied it, and he, he just beat the shit out of the guy, and then... <laughs> That's a dirty lie! You dirty fucker! (laughs) You dirty bastard! What a fucking rotter! And uh, so, so this uh, the, this this war would go on for five years, even after he left. Five, the five, five year years sausage years war. Five, <laughs> sausages. Yeah, it was known as the sausage war. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, yes. And this is from the Sydney Morning Herald. This is uh, uh, just uh, I just want to. This is uh, from like two thousand three, two thousand five, and they were writing about this, and they wrote, John Palmer is still alive and last known to be driving a forklift on the Melbourne docks. He has given up crime. It is unknown if he still eats sausages. <laughs> That's great. Very yeah. Well done. One of fucking Murdoch's papers. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. He Ooh. just can't bear it. <laughs> he just has this block. None of them taste as good. <laughs> Tastes like shit. Tastes like an ass whooping. Tastes like a pack of cigarettes and ouzo. <laughs> uh, uh, over the course of... Um, his uh, this time in prison, he was he would face sixty three attacks and eleven attempted murders, um, but he also became friends with the warden. Is that right? And of course, so every yeah. day he would meet with the warden and he would drink a beer or something. The warden would, and at night he said though he could get into any cell he wanted. And one of his tactics was... What does uh, that mean, Aaron? What are you doing with your hand there? This right here. This yeah, what are you doing? fucking plowing you... whoever he wants. Oh, yeah, dude. You get into any cell you want. Uh, Hot dudes. I think that's... Look under his LinkedIn if it was like daily routine rape on whoever I want. It wasn't, no. Yeah, no. It's not there? No, sorry. Try Boys Club. <laughs> uh, one of his tactics is uh, they would... Uh, if, a, if a guy was given a problems and they wanted to interrogate or beat him up, they would... Um, he would hold a knife to the guy's neck... And then they would put a razor blade in his mouth, and they would say, either you chew the razor blade or I stab you in the neck. God damn it! But how do I yeah. tell you the truth? Oh, oh no, 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 at that point, they're just, oh, it's just, they're just fucking a guy up at that point. Maybe it wasn't interrogation so much, it's just a beating. Oh. That's hard, That's hard yeah. times. That is not a good one. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'll take the cigarettes and Uzo. Yeah. I'd rather have sex with like a bunch of girls or something. Yeah, I'm, on a personal <laughs> level, I'd rather have sex with beautiful women. Call yeah. me crazy. Call me crazy. I Call don't want to hang out with a bunch of dudes making me chew up no motherfucking oh, razor no, blade I like or chew up some shit. ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll chew up a whole butthole. I don't care if it's Colin Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I call him Mary or call him Linda, whatever you want. I don't give call him Mary or a fucking pig's butthole. I don't give him one fuck. Any conceivable animal you wish. Any consenting animal. I don't care if you're an octopod or a fucking pig. I'll eat your butthole. <laughs> as long as it, it is sans yeah, laser blades. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. But anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway, back to the chewing of the razor blades. Right. Uh-huh. So this is that's uh, one, one of, the, of the worst things I've ever yeah, heard yeah, in my life. I don't that like was, it at that all. That was very uh, yeah. Which is better? Is that because twenty two in the legs much easier choice? Oh, twenty two. Out of all of the things I've heard, twenty two in the legs is the Stabbing best. Stabbing in the neck or chewing chew a razor. I'm taking the neck. I, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, take it. Yeah, because you'll, you'll that, bleed out pretty quick. Chewing the razor blade is not Nick. The neck feels like definite death. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but do you want to? Do you want to go on with your mangled ass mouth? <laughs> you know what I mean? You got some big no, beans in there. Ne- no, like, you could never try oh, boys man, again. The beans are in my gums. 
<laughs> you can never have a delicious meal of ouzo sausages and cigarettes again. <laughs> I can't even. I got fuck. I got the filter in my gums. <laughs> Take me now. Oh, yeah, that, that passage must have been rough. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. No. What a catastrophe, man. A well, disaster. So in 77, his three years are up. He gets out of Pentridge Prison. He applies to join the Rhodesian Security Forces. Oh, Jesus. Ah, Rhodesia. And he's accepted, but his parole officer doesn't let him go. Flat feet. Yeah. No, well, yeah. He's, he's a, a psycho. Parole, yeah. Uh, and he, and he, he writes, he said, uh, had I been allowed to leave, uh, the, the Victorian government would have saved a fortune in jail, courts, police, and legal costs. Yeah. Because he probably would have died or something. It yeah. would have been... Yeah. would have been KIA. So now he's out of jail for about five months, and he manages to shoot uh, five guys. <laughs> the burgers? <laughs> and one of them was his uh, his friend Johnny Coral. And he shot him uh, he, he shot him right in the leg. And he writes, I've always felt guilty over Johnny's gimpy leg. <laughs> it happened because uh, he was getting a bit nippy and got me on the wrong day. And I was out of cigarettes. <laughs> but if Johnny is reading this and remembers back, he must admit I did have the barrel at his head. Why he got loudmouthed with a man carrying a shotgun is beyond me. Yeah, uh, so he. Well, shot that's his, what I was uh, gonna say. Is the thing about Chopper is like he talks about don't, you know, seek mercy from. But he actually shows mercy. Right. Yes. <laughs> with instances in like this, in he's life, like yeah. there's a lot of people that survive Chopper yeah. for all the heinous violence. Right. That he perpetrates. There's a lot of people that live to tell the tale of dealing with him, mm. which is also, I guess, how the legend grows more. Yeah. Yes. It's a. It's a very. I mean, also, I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily Seventh Day Adventist, but it is very, a very puritanical uh, view of God. Is is you are not worthy of God's forgiveness, but right, He gives it yeah. to you anyways. Yeah. So don't seek mercy from the merciless but hey maybe you'll get it and he, yeah. and he does touch on that uh, he has because of that he always believed in god and felt like he was able to survive because, because it didn't make that, any sense yeah, it right, must yeah. have, he was like it must have been god because it doesn't make any sense it's amazing how that stuff survives and the people that religious stuff abuses so bad like they still like it, it still gets, it in, gets there. in there you get them early enough mm-hmm. yeah try boys try, boys. try it out uh, also during this time when he's out, uh, he wants to extort a, a, a gangster in this nightclub. So he goes into the nightclub with uh, uh, Jellignite strapped mm. to his chest. Yeah, oh, explosive. Oh. With, with a lit, he's also smoking a lit cigar. He's smoking a cigar at the time <laughs> while he's got the, the yeah. bomb on his yeah. chest. Yeah, Good. and he, th- he threatens to blow the place up unless he gets his money. The the gangster, the the, the supposedly the man he called a plastic uh, gangster, uh, ran out of the building through the bathroom window. <laughs> Uh, shit myself. Also, in 77, after he gets out, he gets kind of careless, and one day he's walking down the street, and as he's walking down the street, this guy gets out of his car and starts looking at a map, and the guy calls him over and says, hey, can you look at this map and tell me where I, you know, where I am? And as he's helping the guy with directions, he sees a gun under the map. The guy pulls a gun on him, puts it to his, th- puts it to his throat, has him get in the, the boot of the car. And he that's, drives him to an the a, trunk for you Americans. <laughs> he drives him to an abandoned field. <laughs> he makes Chopper get out of the car and dig his own grave. Ooh, good fellows, <laughs> baby. And he Love says uh, he digs like a Welsh coal miner. <laughs> he digs like a Welshman. Look at him. Look and he says as he's doing this, he's joking with the guy. He's laughing because he said <laughs> the first mistake this guy. I've had a hell of a life, dude. <laughs> this, is the, this is easily the best part of my decade. <laughs> I'm 23 and it's been long. Yeah. How deep you want me to go, champ? <laughs> Keep digging. <laughs> but he says that the first mistake this guy made was not killing him. 
Of course. Yes. And, choppers, he, and he says, he says, I've never made a guy dig a grave. I kill him and dig the grave. Yeah. 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 Or I don't. Kill him first <laughs> yeah. and then. Just fling him off a roof. <laughs> yeah. So he says uh, the first ma- mistake he w- made was not killing him. And so he's just, well, he already made one mistake and he knew there was going to be another mistake. So he's digging and he's digging and he has the shovel. And he's waiting, and he's joking with the guy. He's got a shovel. And in the in the, in, a, in a in a flash, he takes the shovel, bashes the guy's knee in. The guy shoots shit. and misses, and he figured he's gonna shoot me anyway, so I might as well have him shoot when he's off balance. Yeah, probably not gonna shoot straight with a bashed in knee. And and he says, in the next second, I was out of the grave. That's when he screamed, no. For him, it was too late. The spade was in his brain. No. Oh. Let's say for me, it was a bit of a character builder. Oh, How yeah? can the police, the prisons, the screws, courts, judges, or criminal world frighten anyone who has stood in his own grave and lived? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's like, man, I thought I was going to be murdered. I ended up being a murderer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then he I buried... Wrote, I yeah, rose from my grave like yeah, but, a phoenix or, yeah. or Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> you ever get like flipped out like that where you're about to murder a motherfucker, but then that motherfucker saved your ass? <laughs> like, because you fell off a roof or some shit while you were aiming for that dumb motherfucker's head? Isn't that crazy how isn't the world not, Isn't that weird? And then I was the victim. And then I... And, and then I was I, saved I, by my intended victim. <laughs> and then another motherfucker was going to kill me. But then I killed that motherfucker with a spade in his brains, man. And then he buried the guy in the grave that he had dug for himself. Yeah! It's your grave now. Yeah. And then he drove. The, he, then he stole the guy's car. Dig my own. Yeah, dig my own grave. Yeah, yeah. That's all yeah. part of my plan. I don't and I'm, your grave. And I'm gonna take this bitch. Pinto too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, while he was riding in the boot, uh, uh, Dean Martin said, "Everybody loves you." By Dean Martin was playing. Oh my God! <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> and so he says, every time he hears that song, he has a certain weird affection, tortured <laughs> yeah. affection for it. Because wow. it was also like his death, but also it wasn't his. You it's know. also my rebirth. I assume he probably played it on the way back, too, when he was driving <laughs> it away. Yeah, man. Yeah, called or in so, on the radio. Yeah, you're nobody till somebody loves you. Driving away in your murderer's car. Staring that, at the world through your rear view. Like <laughs> that you were in the boot of. <laughs> How the, the tables there. have yeah. turned. Yeah. How could you not believe in God at that point? Yeah. Or have a God complex. That's crazy, man. Uh, and so, uh, but also, right before he left jail, he uh, made a deal with his friend, this guy named Jimmy Longy, and he said, uh, you're in jail, so I'm going you know, I'm going to break you out of jail. I promise you. I'll break you out of jail. I promise. And so, uh, in, uh, on Australia Day in 1978, he goes uh, into court with a sawed-off shotgun down his pants. Uh-huh. And he, they let him, he asked the, the police officer, he says, where's, uh, where's, uh, where's the court? Where do I go? And he points him to one. He goes into the court, and he walks in, pulls the gun out, points it at the judge's face, and says he wants to get his friend Jimmy Longman out of jail. Jimmy Lohman out of jail. And uh, the judge, very calmly, the judge who said uh, later, I, you know, I met you three months ago. At a at a at a, like a sporting event or something, because later he writes to the judge and the judge writes back and he's like, "Hey, I hope you're well. No hard feelings." He's Australian. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> so the judge starts just calmly, starts walking out, and so Chopper's following him with a gun. This man, I think he might have been a bailiff. I'm not sure. A man named Ernie Trotter jumps out, grabs the gun, wrestles with Chopper, hold, pins him on the ground, holds him until uh, cops show up. And 
and he's sent to prison for 13 years. Jesus. Yeah. Is that in his LinkedIn profile, too? Got got my ass whooped by a bailiff in the court of law. <laughs> How about the judge just walking out all yeah. sleek? Sure. Yeah. It's, it's just got to right. go into my office. His, uh, his LinkedIn is... Ernie! <laughs> his LinkedIn is still inmate because he's only out for five months, so it's not uh, like, you know, and my, not much change with his employment history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to get too detailed. Yeah. You no, can no, leave no, things no. out. Oh, trying to get hired here. Yeah, hello. <laughs> so he's back in prison. Now he's back at Pentridge, and he's in this uh, part of the prison called Division H, and, uh, and he doesn't want to be in Division H, uh, and so he goes to the, the classification board, and he says, uh, he wants, like, hey, can, can, I go, can I go somewhere else? Yeah, and they, they say, we don't want you with the general population because you're going to cause problems with the general population. You're there. Your gang's there. We don't want you anywhere else. Any social personality. You're the, you're the chop. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's, and he, he, before he leaves, he tells them, I'm going to be out of Division H tomorrow. That oh, night, yikes. he goes to his friend Kevin and he says, "Hey, uh, can you cut my ears off?" Oh God! <laughs> because can I? <laughs> well, his own reasoning is. It'd be a privilege. <laughs> my most <laughs> greatest contribution. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Can I keep them, sir? May I keep them in my jaw? May I keep them in my... You wouldn't mind if I uh, chewed on one of them. I don't even... I don't even request if I could just have one of your earlobes, sir. I wouldn't be so presumptuous as to ask for both of your ears, sir. If I were to... If I were to oblige you with cutting off your ears, I'd... Only ask for one, I'd, please, sir. Uh, if I can make a stew out of the cartilage of your ears. Try and make it a cauliflower. The cauliflower. <laughs> can I box your ears before I chop? <laughs> <laughs> please, sir. So, so he asks if he can cut his ears off. Right. Now, what, what does he say? His reasoning is, if a man tries to cut his own ears off, he will make a pig's breakfast of the job. Yeah. yeah like, like Van Gogh. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> so his friend Kevin, uh, his friend Kevin, well, that, that will come up again. His friend Kevin uh, uh, follows him to the shower where uh, Chopper sit, sits down in the shower, crosses his arm, and then uh, Kevin starts cutting. And this is from Chopper. He started to do it really gently and slow, but that was very painful. I said, come on, you bloody fairy, rip into it. And Good so God. he did. Oh, dear God. I remember the sound. It was like running your fingernails down a blackboard, only it was going through my head. Oh my god! Dude. Then I felt the warm blood bubbling in my ears. Ah, lovely. <laughs> I thought Van Gogh had done it, so it couldn't be life-threatening. And then he starts like, he starts like, he's slowly, it's passing out. They take him to the hospital. He's, he's <laughs> imagining... a fruity artist. <laughs> he's imagining his dead cowboy and other dead friends are pulling the gurney. And he's like, oh. are you guys going to do surgery? And, and they're like, you you're going to be great. Too. And <laughs> you too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. And then so later, all kinds of prisoners in Pentridge started cutting off their ears. Hell yeah. Fuck them things. And so he said, uh, it, it, they, it was called, he, he was the president of the Van Gogh Club. 
And then one guy cut his penis off. <laughs> what about this? No! So, Y'all ready for this? <laughs> and so Chopper said, I'm done, because he said, when the dicky birds start hitting the pavement, I thought it was time to resign. Oh, for the love of Christ. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you one thing I'm not going to put on my necklace is your hog. <laughs> See, if you cut your ears off, they can't hold it when they're fucking your face. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you yeah. cut your dick off, they can't suck it, right? <laughs> What? Are they forcing you to suck your dick? Just hold still. I didn't, I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to make you calm, you fuck dumb. So people, th- some, a lot of people thought that he got his nickname from chopping off his ears. Mm. Other people thought he got his nickname because one of his tags, along with burning the feet, is he would cut. He would take bolt cutters to a toe. Because you can still you can ransom somebody who's just missing a toe. I've heard that yeah, in the, that Lebowski, documentary, yeah. The Big Lebowski. <laughs> His girlfriend cut off her toe. <laughs> get your toe. <laughs> With or without nail polish. <laughs> With nail polish. So in '79, he's uh, he's not 25. Uh, him and his. his... He, this is all before 25. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah. He's busy. coming into his prime. Yeah, he's busy. <laughs> he's... So 79, him and the Overcoat uh, gang, they, uh, Jimmy Longman among them, among them, they hatch a plan to take over all of Division H. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Basically, yes. they're going to beat up or dismantle or hurt every single person who's not part of the We're game. running the program now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all you deaf motherfuckers, <laughs> gonna listen up. <laughs> and the no dicks, too. <laughs> now, apparently... <laughs> Oh, you dickless deaf motherfuckers are gonna <laughs> shape up or ship out! Wop them? <laughs> you, you can still hear without ears. <laughs> I know, but okay. I don't like it, it just makes it, it makes it hard to put uh, to wear headphones or or put ear, 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 <laughs> or, or yeah. mouth rings. <laughs> man, I can't hear a motherfucking thing with all man. the warm blood jutting into my brain, man, because man. I cut my fucking ear off like a psycho. It man. really makes me getting your mouth yeah. raped easier when you can't hear the screams I, of pleasure. From your rapist. I wish I cut my dick off, man. Everybody trying to suck the motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I still got these balls for no reason. <laughs> I just find them getting in the way. Yeah, I just find it so difficult. I sit on them and all types of No dick but two balls. That was, that's, that that is, that's April a... Fool's. <laughs> you won't last five minutes playing this game. <laughs> Oh man, you gotta come in less than five minutes. I'll give you the 426, motherfucker. When you see my dickless ball sack and my earless skull, you're going to nuts. You're gonna be like, how do I hold this motherfucker's head to my crotch without no motherfucking ears on it? I'm trying to suck his dick. He doesn't have one. He's got these these big, delicious balls, man. Doctors hate this motherfucker. Hold the ears, so if we pull his mouth all over your Johnson, and then you can't suck his dick because he cut the motherfucker off. Isn't that a bitch? That a m- <laughs> doctor's hand. <laughs> doctor's hand. This motherfucker. I absolutely despise this motherfucker. Yo, this is, well, this is one simple trick to taking over Division H. This is one simple trick. Don't you know it? So, <laughs> the Overcoat Gang has this plan to take over Division H. Apparently, uh, Jimmy and another guy think it's a little too crazy. So, they turn on Chopper, they stab him in the neck with an ice pick. No! Yeah. The guy, yeah, they cut him, and then they cut his stomach open, what? and they leave his guts hanging out on the floor. Oh, dude. And he, 
He can't wait to clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> the guy he went back to jail for. To say he's, I'm going to break you out. Yeah. Is the guy who fucking gutted him? Yeah. Oh, that is poetic justice. Yeah, and he says he never, never, never would tr- never trust anyone after that. Hey, Joe. Wait, 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 wait. You have a fuck with Game of Thrones? He survived. <laughs> he lives. Jesus. But of he, course he lives. It's chop, he's got, chop. He's Jesus Christ. That's he lives. Right. He loses part of his spleen, most of his gallbladder, uh, feats, many feats of stomach tubing. Oh, he lost his feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was undefeated. They're all flat. Many feats of his bowel, part of his colon. The next day, he gets out of his hospital bed to prove, and then to prove that he didn't "quote unquote" get got, he does thirty push push-ups and then splits all of his stitches. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> this is why you got to beat your kids sometimes, right? <laughs> what? Not to this extent. On the seventh day, yeah. On the seventh day, you let them rest <laughs> and let your knuckles heal. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's some pretty Batman level shit, you know? Like, ah, no, that's I gotta completely insane. Yeah, I gotta yeah. do some push ups to show these people I'm not a pussy. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's a legacy of unending trauma. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> for all involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ears, the penises, all Yeah, gone. oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, but maybe the exact reason why you should never hit a child. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, yeah, I got right. that wrong. Yeah, it, the, yeah. the exact opposite that, of that, the No, that's exactly right. Yeah, I, yeah. I had it all transposed. Mm <laughs> 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 So, uh, 1986, he's 32, he's released from prison. Um, while he's in prison, though, during this time, he sees all the, all these Australian drug lords become very, very rich men. And so when he gets Quite. out, he's like, well, I'm just going to rob these guys. Fuck yeah, go get him. I love robbing drug dealers. It's and so uh, he, he's, he's pretty good at it, and he's so good at it that they put contracts on his head. One of them is worth $50,000. God damn it. And so... And that's without ears. Yeah. Or guts. And so, uh... He actually calls the police and says, um, <laughs> "I'm available to uh, be an informer while I'm do- while I'm ripping these guys off." Yeah, and so they accept it, and he becomes like an informer while he's tr- robbing all of these uh, these guys, and in turn, they tell him anytime they hear of any word that someone's coming to kill him. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so one night he asks the cops f- to fit him with a bulletproof vest, and they do. And then that night, a drug dealer uh, he kills a drug dealer. And he goes back and he tells the cops, hey, I killed this uh, drug dealer. And they think he's joking. This <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker says he killed a drug dealer. Hey, yeah, good one. Good one, Jeff. <laughs> no ears, motherfucker. Would you rob his gallbladder? <laughs> <laughs> now, he's, uh, he, he's later charged with the murder, but he claims self-defense and he's acquitted. And this is his story of, the, of, the, of the, what's happening. So he meets this guy called the Turk. And he meets him at this bar, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna sell this guy. Uh, this guy's gonna sell him drugs. Mm. And Turk says, "All right, I'll sell you drugs if you come out into the parking lot with me." And this bar had two parking lots, and in one parking lot, all of these guys were waiting to ambush him. But the Turk, being an idiot, Went took to him the to the other wrong parking, parking lot. lot. Australia's a big country. Yeah, they have two parking lots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. And he's like, "Hold on, the drugs will be here in a minute." And so the Turk goes, do you have any guns? And uh, Chopper showed up with a thirty-two in the front of his pants and uh, a, a four ten shotgun in the back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you sit down with a all those. A vest of grenades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a yeah, we also had a bulletproof vest. And so he lifts up his uh, shirt, he shows the Turk the thirty-two. The thir- uh, Turk takes it out of his pants and points it at- and puts it to his head. And this is what Chopper writes. He wanted to blow my, blur- my- he wanted to blow my head right off. He thinks I'm a dickhead. The gun was an automatic. No one just picks up an automatic and fires it. You have to cock it. 
He's got a gun at my head going click, click. The cheeky bastard had my gun at my head going click, click, click. So I pulled out the shoddy out. I pulled the shoddy out and gone bang and bye bye Turk. And he, and in this book he claims 100% self defense. Uh, he was, however, later convicted of burning down a drug dealer's house and firing shots into the drug dealer's mother's house. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was out of jail for seven months, and then he sent his. And then he's sent to five more years. Well, also, who raised this dude? You know what I mean? Like, let's start going yeah, after well, the mothers. Yeah, that's why I had to, I had to bring up that <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. And the father. Also, like, yeah. Come on, let's not act like your mom's innocent here. Yeah, not She probably beat you every day except oh. Sunday. Or ordered your dad to do it. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. And when God wouldn't kill her. He's <laughs> like, it's like I, I know I'm an asshole. He's like, imagine your mom. <laughs> hey, I'm doing you a favor, bub. <laughs> So he's back in for five more years. Uh, in 91, 1991, the uh, the year before he gets out, he publishes his first book mm. called Chopper from the Inside. That's where I got all these quotes. Mm. 1992, he's out of prison. And uh, then we get to, according to his LinkedIn, he is a shooter, self-employed. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Less than a year, Tasmania. And his uh, job detail was... Shot Sidney Michael Edward Collins in the chest. Jesus Christ. And who, and who was he? Sidney uh, 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 Michael Edward Collins was a guy that he hung out with every now and then. Yeah. And he shot him in the chest because he was, quote unquote, thinking too much. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. While Col- probably reconsidering his friend group. <laughs> yeah. While Collins is in the hospital, he's interrogated by the police. He gives up Chopper. And he goes back to jail for six more years. God damn it. Um, so the le- next LinkedIn I- experience is inmate, various in- incarnation facilities, 1992 to 1998. While he's in prison there, he also gets hepsi. Oh. oh. From using uh, razor blades, probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or tribal. Eating them. More, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, in 92, he, pl- he publishes his second book, Chopper 2, Hits and Memories. Hits huh. and memories. Ninety three. He publishes so funny. Uh, influenced by Dale Carnegie. He publishes his next book, oh, Chopper Three: How to Shoot Friends and Influence People. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, it's so true. He shoots his friends yeah. all the time, and he influences people, and he influences people. Yeah, he got a whole fucking cell block to cut off their ears and one guy his dick. <laughs> Read uh, that yeah. guy's book. Yeah. Where to take this guy? The dick guy. Trends that don't take off. (laughs) (laughs) When to say when. (laughs) Escalation. It doesn't work. Take this dick and shove it. (laughs) (laughs) Still got my balls, though. Who's laughing now? How'd I get to yes? (laughs) Steal this dick. Getting to yes. Uh, Steal steal this this dick. dick. Use it for your own purposes. Do whatever you want with it. I'm not using the motherfucker no more. 96, 97, 98, 99. He publishes a book a year. And he sells uh, all of his writings over the course of his career. He would sell, sell over 500,000 copies. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they're not like beautifully written, but they're interesting. It's like, no, like, it's, it's like yeah, reading that it, book Monster, where this guy's talking about being a, uh, uh, was a crepper. It's a, a car blogger. It's a car crash. You can't yeah. look away. Yeah. You know, the, the it doesn't need to lean on style. Right. The, yeah. con- just like, the raw can, content is is enough. Can you believe I did yeah. this? He's you know? moralizing. And so that money went to uh, 
Restitution funds. I mean, there's. I mean, I'm sure Australia has similar laws to the U.S. where you cannot profit off of your own crimes. Ooh, I don't know. They, I did, nothing was mentioned off of the, of that. No, I think I think he actually kind of did retire to uh, off off book money. No way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what does his LinkedIn say? Retired author and psychopath. Well, in ninety, so in ninety eight, he's out and he's largely he does he's pretty quiet. He does some interviews. In one of his interviews, he plays Russian roulette. On film, and then with the reporter. Uh, but he always talked about how he uh, your turn. <laughs> he would play. He, he he said he's somehow he always he never lost Russian roulette, which makes me well, think yeah, everyone's like, never lost Russian roulette uh, yeah, yeah. until you lose it. I mean, uh, I, you know, to do it so cavalier and to do it with a reporter, and he doesn't seem like the type of guy who would kill a reporter for no reason. Nah. I'm guessing there was some. You know, tomfoolery, trickery involved. Yeah, mm-hmm. he fucking probably just aimed for the reporter's legs or something. No, 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 no he aimed it at her head. There's a really? vi- there's a video of oh, it. Oh, it was a woman too. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Equality, brother. Mm-hmm. They've been equal, way more equal than us. Oh for yeah, a I'm while. sure she signed up for that. She was, you know, in the interview later. She was pretty cool about <laughs> it. But... <laughs> we play that game. Uh, then 2000, Eric Bana starts uh, as him in uh, Chopper. Yeah. Uh, 2001, uh, his LinkedIn profile says. Uh, pedestrian Council of Australia, actor, featured in an advertising campaign warning people about the dangers of drink driving. His drink driving ad wins the gold at Cannes. Jesus, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we got to have that on the next meeting. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, what the fuck is going on there? Hi, I'm Chopper. He's like, if, if you drive drunk, this... I'll shoot you in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean it. One time I told the cops I killed a drug dealer and they thought I was joking. I'm not joking. If you drive drunk, I personally will shoot you in the leg. Twice. Twice. And you'll be famous. Great ad campaign. Yeah. Brilliant. Or my name isn't... Chopper. Chopper. (laughs) Also in 2001, Sidney Michael Edward Collins goes missing. Is that right? Oh, Is that because of Dave mm. the Jew? No, I don't know. It's because he had too many names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2001, Chopper also has his first son, born by cesarean section, uh, which he must have... Uh, <laughs> Chopped around. Must have, must have recognized. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Uh, he sa- I know something about splitting God's open! <laughs> and he, well, he, says, uh, he says, quote, Fatherhood changed me. Oh, he- I reckon I became a human being at 45. Mm. That's the moment I joined the human race. Wow. 2002, he publishes a children's book. Ah! What? It's called Hooky the Cripple. <laughs> who published that? The grim tale of a hunchback who drives. <laughs> wait, wait, what did you say, Nick? Who published that? Who published that? <laughs> Hooky the Cripple. Someone. Everybody chops. Hooky the Cripple. The grim tale of a hunchback who triumphs. Ah. It's the story of a cripple who is so enraged by uh, with being bullied by a butcher that he stabs him twenty one times in the head. In the head. Oh yeah, the real bedtimer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Good night. How many how many crippled kids have you know a story for them? Wow. Yeah, that's true. En- enough. Well, yeah. Fair. But the, do, they, do, they have enough, do they have enough violent <laughs> fantasies because of their disadvantage? <laughs> Not on my watch. Listen, kids. 
if you're disadvantaged from birth, the only way to, <laughs> to achieve any thunder retribution is stab that motherfucker in the head 21 yeah. times. You gotta explode violently. You gotta explode violently back wow. when you go. never suspect you. You ain't got no arms, legs, no that shit. Bag, you, bent over, you just gotta can't... thump them with that stump, motherfucker. You, you gotta, gotta turn your weakness into a, into a strength. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> stick like a shiv in your taint, man, and just, just dive on it. <laughs> People think that my speech impediment is a weakness, but actually I'm quite loquacious and eloquent. Yeah. I got quite I got a fucking thesaurus at my fingertips. <laughs> my lexicon is unmatched. My diction is unmatched. Untouchable. <laughs> my loquaciousness is ferocious. <laughs> I broke my back and spine. <laughs> So, uh, then uh, 2002 publishes that book. Um, 2005, uh, according to his LinkedIn, he's a speaker. Oh, on yeah. On the uh-huh. I'm Innocent tour. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Uh, then never mind my LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm innocent. <laughs> I'll praise to Allah. When you <laughs> praise me to Allah, I want to eat your children. <laughs> uh, he tours with Mark Jacko Jackson. Uh, 2006, he has a second son, and he says, uh, "With this, I became a fully, I became a fully paid-up member of the human race." Again. And he says, "I have no regrets, but those moments when his sons were born told me what I should have been—a good human being." Ah. Two, yeah. 2008, LinkedIn, <laughs> retired, <laughs> self-employed. Health issues have forced me to retire indefinitely. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of my guts are missing, man. I don't know where the fuck the motherfucker's ass. Probably with that dude's dick or something. I don't know. I think I left him in that grave. <laughs> well, he says in 2008 he only has two to five years left to live because of the hep C. Ah, well, there, but hasn't he seen the bench billboards that say there's a cure for hep C? Hello? Yeah, it's, it's called high C. <laughs> Ecto cooler, motherfucker. No. <laughs> Different than high V. <laughs> So, so in order to not die from Hep C, he needs a liver transplant, but he refuses to get one. And he says his reasoning is, a transplant would save me, but why would anybody give 53-year-old Chopper Reed a liver over because and above? Because he didn't above, execute you. <laughs> over and above 11-year-old girl with liver cancer. They wouldn't, and I wouldn't ask. I need a transplant, but I don't want one. So, okay. 2013. But also, I mean, really, the thing that they, they, they kind of go into in the movie, and you haven't seen the movie, I assume. Right. They really go into Chopper would be a guy that would shoot his friend and he'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> and then he would drive you to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. There's multiple, multiple stories about him yeah. showing mercy. And there is all these people that live to tell the, the legend of Chopper. But, I mean, that's why I would think you kind of deserve a liver transplant, bro. No. Because, like, no. 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 I think he, you know, he's got enough uh, free passes. You know, he, you know, he, he does digging s- himself out of a grave, guts spilled everywhere, ears cut off, shot, stabbed, uh, chewing on. Ri- uh, yeah. I, right. If he doesn't want the liver transplant. Sure. No. No. Totally. But I'm just saying. There's been a lot a of psychopath narcissist. There's been a lot of mercy think, yeah. too. You know what I mean? So, I get it. But like he says, like 
give it to give it to the, the kid dying of cancer. Yeah, but it, right? It, no, no, hundred percent. But is there it is really mercy if I sh- kneecap you and then drive you to the hospital? What if I never kneecapped you? But you know what the thing is, is that a lot of those guys that get kneecapped by the IRA and stuff then join the IRA. Like there's this weird yeah, thing where abuser, it's like a, a, it's a Stockholm syndrome type thing where I deserved it. And that would happen with Chopper's friends, where they would be like, "I'm ironically closer to him because of the way he fucking maimed me." Yeah, yeah. Well, he says in that 91 book, he's like, "Johnny, if you're reading this, I'm really sorry." Yeah, I do feel guilt about it, and he but means it. He does, but I, but it's also like you know it. it you, you can only do so much. I think yeah, he, he sure. recognizes, and, and it, you know, at the time he was painting, and that's all right. And well, they said, it, it, you know, he was told that if he dies, his paintings might get ten to twenty thousand dollars, and he's like, I'm just trying to make as much money for my kids. <laughs> ten to twenty dollars. Twenty thousand dollars. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, but but he's he, he's like at this point, I'm just trying to make as much money for my kids, so they sure, have something sure. when I it's die. Just like Mike Tyson. Yeah, two that, boys. That last fight. Two strong boys. Uh, so October ninth, <laughs> October ninth, two thousand thirteen, he dies of liver cancer. Mm. And then October twentieth, two thousand thirteen, sixty minutes in Australia airs an interview with him, in which he admits to killing Sidney Michael Edward Collins, that right? claiming that he was stupid for being shot by him twice. <laughs> now, why was he hanging out with him after being shot by him once? <laughs> You should have learned. For, for, for what again? Being uh, annoying or something? Well, he thinking shot him the first much. time for thinking too much. And the second time for not thinking enough. Right. I mean, really, he, he shot him the second time for, for telling the cops that he did it. Yeah. But he was like, what? he should never have been hanging out with me in the, the, in the, second, in the place. second place. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a real uh, scorpion frog scenario. Yeah. yeah. Mm, very good. John. Motherfucker, I'm chopper, man. You know I'm crazy, You know man. I'm going to chop you up. You know I'm going to shoot you, man. I don't got my guy motherfucker cutting the dick It's off. right there in the name, idiot. So much like he a, is dicks, whatever's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So, <laughs> Hi, it's Matt. Uh, brief edit here. Uh, later, uh, right before he died, Chopper also said that when he killed the Turk, it was not self-defense, and he was actually surprised that the jury let him off. Fun fact. According to his LinkedIn, here are his other skills. Yes! <laughs> Torture. <laughs> prison warfare. Torture. Inflicting pain. Pining serving time. <laughs> rapping, for some reason? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Organized crime. Shooting, crime, and killing. <laughs> and his description of... NXL. <laughs> <laughs> his description of what he, what he uh, uh, wanted to do was... Uh, Chopper Reed. Helping people harden the fuck up. (laughs) 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 Not wrong. Not in the least. Harden the fuck up, mate. (laughs) Harden the fuck up. I really feel like I'm helping people harden the fuck up. You know, the problem with you is that you're soft. You're too many ears. Yeah, yeah. them fucking ears off. You're not so and soft. And you know, that's the thing about letting people live, is that then they can harden up. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's you the know? only way. Yeah. If they're dead, they they go soft and stiff, but not yeah. hard. Soft. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, you know, if you chewed a couple of razor blades up, you're probably like, man, I've been, I've had worse times than the DMV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty rough. Pretty great. 
Yeah, Chabot. Matt, that's pretty fantastic shit. You the know, li- the LinkedIn. It really ties the room together. the marquee to something. LinkedIn. Oh my god! And yeah, he put it together. Uh, it's really something. Yeah, that's uh, But yeah, I, I only knew the movie, mm-hmm. and um, I, you know, I knew he was like a very, a very famous. Um, Hardened criminal, gangster. Um, He's the uh, Australian Bronson. Yes, yes. Mm, uh, but yes, Chopper, yes, Chopper yes, came yes. out first, you know, and then later on Bronson came out. But like Chopper was the first like biographical prisoner, you know, a guy that um, you know uh, wrote books from prison and um, and painted. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think his. A, a lot of his later years with the kids and stuff like that, I think he kind of went out to the outback and stuff. He was like very much sure, yeah. had to be away from civilization yeah. to like not get into fucking trouble. Yeah, you know, um, because he, he's he knew I'm I'm a psycho. I'm dangerous. I'm chopper. Yeah, I, I hello shouldn't be around people. Um, yeah, there's a certain Panzram type uh, quality that yeah. I. Uh, what do you yeah, want? I, yeah. I'm the chopper. No. Right, but it does also have this weird thing of being like, I am resisting going full evil, whereas Panzram is very much going full bore into it. Like, yes, yes. There's yes, that yes. thing of like, but there is you that know, moment in Panzram's life where he's like, don't turn your back on me. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, does, yeah. And he yeah. does and kills the, the desire guy. for the most abused to see good in the world is very strong. Yes, they I think want, that is part of the this, human condition. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of the time, I think with, with evil, it is, it is. Why aren't you and us and me? Why aren't we better? And I'm so mad at us yeah. for not being better that right. I'm willing to commit evil yeah. because I hold in this weird, perverted way. Yeah, we should be better. Yes, than yeah. I am. I right. tell you, my dad was very, very commonly beaten by the teachers in mm-hmm. Ireland mm-hmm. and and both parents, mm-hmm. and he. You know, I was like a couple of spankings growing up. Yeah. Very, very light, whatever, yeah. you know. But my dad was like, he's like, I just remember being a kid and being like, what's with all the hitting? Yeah. Right. Like, this is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that'd be a, you know, most people just fall into that trap and keep it going. Also, the great arc of history, that was the case. Yeah, yeah it really takes, uh, you know, a, 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 like a sound mind to be like, hey, oh, all right, well, what next? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here, you know? Use your words. Yeah, and I was always like very grateful for that because yeah. I was like, "That's, that's, that's kind." You yeah. know, the buck like, stops here. Yeah, I, I took it so you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he paints an oddly, uh, strangely sympathetic figure. You know, between uh, hating bullies and and he talks about he said yeah. like you know he talks about some gangster. You know, one of the guys he knew in jail committed this as uh, like a. This this uh, famous Australian massacre where he just he got out of the military didn't have any work so he was just driving up and down the street one night just shooting people yeah and he killed all he killed like seven people and he's meeting this guy in jail and he's like I never killed any innocent people mm-hmm. and no, I, I don't no. I don't even consider it murder because I killed people right. who had it coming right right or, you which know, is and, like okay not a great not that, a great idea that but, thing of you know it's very like in the wire where they say I never put my gun on a civilian right. It's like if you're in the game, you're in the game, mm-hmm. and that seemed to be very which would, like what right. Chopper was doing. It's like you're hanging out in scumbag bars, doing scumbag drug business, mm-hmm. crime, whatever, etc. You know what the the risks are. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. I really, really love wonderful. that profile. Wonderful, wonderful profile. Thanks, Tom Gallon. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, thank, thank you. you, Tom Gallon. Tom Gallon. Hey. Uh, and we. 
Both of you really should see the movie. It's incredible, right, Nick? Mm, it's fantastic. I remember when it came out. I just never saw it. Uh, yeah. Love Eric Banner. Very, love, very love worth those, your time. A lot of those type kind of movies, so maybe we'll... Uh, Give it a watch. It's iconic. It's iconic. I give it a watch. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of great. There's like a someone was like, "What's your?" There's some Facebook group was like, "What's your famous favorite Chopper quotes?" And they're all from the movie. There's so many good lines yeah. in the movie. <laughs> I didn't use any of them because he didn't. Actually, I don't think he actually said all of those things. Oh right, right. Yeah. I came here to kick ass and chew cigarettes. And I'm all out of cigarettes. I'm all out of ouzo. <laughs> And ears. <laughs> and a lot of ears. I came here to huh? listen. Huh? And a whole lot of ears. <laughs> I came here to shoot legs and chew that guy's dick that he cut off because of my ears. Huh? What'd you say, dude? I'm Chopper. I'm Chopper. Understand me. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm gonna call it there. Let's yeah. call it there. I love you. I my name is John Fahey. Good night, everybody. I love you too. I'm Aaron Pita. Mapper so. Thanks, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Podcast Network.